Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want. Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast. It's lovely to have you here. And while everyone else is wandering around, forcing themselves to set goals and pushing through, I thought we could have a really gentle start to the year. So I thought I'd read a section from my book because there's something really nice about being read to. Are you sitting comfortably? I shall begin. Part one, it's not you. It's not you, it's overwhelm. You are perfect and a work in progress. The work is to let go of the belief that there's anything fundamentally wrong with you. You are not a self-improvement project. You are not a problem to be solved. You do not need to overwork, pushing yourself through the heavy, life-crushing fog of overwhelm into exhaustion to have what you want. You do not want too much. And there is no secretly written deal with the universe that to have the life you want, you have to put up with overwhelm. As I read, I'm thinking how relevant this is to starting our year gently together. The idea that there's something wrong with us is very strong, isn't it, in New Year's resolutions. I need to be better. And even if you've been hanging out with me for a while and rebelling against the idea that there's something fundamentally wrong with you, it's still worth checking in just to see because there's always something more we can uncover and let go of. So instead of thinking, what do I want to achieve this year or what do I want to be better at this year? It's worth kind of thinking, is there anywhere that I'm still holding on to that idea of I need to be better at something. I know there is for me, definitely is for me, always. There's always something more I can let go of in that kind of pushy way. And that's a good thing. It just gets easier and easier and easier. So, yeah, this is just an invitation to join me in this and just notice what comes up for you when I read these sentences, these very rich sentences from my book, and just see if you can catch the noticing as useful information because that's all it is so catch the judgment oh yeah I I don't push anymore for me it's catching myself going into the pushing mode it's not the I'm never like I used to be I'm never pushing myself to exhaustion I'm never getting overwhelmed it's I catch myself when I slip back into those habits or I watch how I'm getting excited about the beginning of a new year and am I getting all pushy it's just the catching it's the noticing neutral noticing so so powerful so I'm going to read a little bit more and just invite you to notice what comes up with you for you what comes up for you what what gifts are there from a sentence that I read It's not you, it's overwhelm, your struggle to think straight, your frustration with never getting around to doing the things you really want to do, the aches and pains in your body even though you've hardly moved it today. You're stuck in your head overthinking everything. You're overwhelmed by shoulds and oughts. You've been rehearsing the same conversation for days or nights. 
you're awake at 4am being thought-bombed by fake emergencies. You know your life is great and that you should feel grateful, but it doesn't feel that way to you. You put on a suit of armour to get through your day in the belief that you just need to toughen up. You spend a lot of your time and energy coping with your life. You push your poor brain to focus until it hurts like it's bruised. You're exhausted but can't switch off. Now I'm just going to pause there a moment because this list in this book of it's not you, it's overwhelm is super long and it can be really um, easy to get caught up in the oh yeah, all these things that Heidi's listing here, I have all of them, or I have lots of them, or I have some of them, there's something wrong with me. So let's just go back to it, it's not you. <laughs> these are all just symptoms of overwhelm. So any of these that you have, it's just overwhelm, there's nothing wrong with you. In fact, it's more proof that there's nothing wrong with you. Take everything as proof that there's nothing wrong with you, because there isn't anything wrong with you. Really, seriously, there's nothing wrong with you. Love yourself, accept yourself. It all starts from loving and accepting ourselves. From that point, we love and accept others. From that point, the world just gets better. It becomes a kinder, lovelier place to be. It just does. It's not just me saying this, is it? Let's continue. See what other evidence there is for you that there's nothing wrong with you. Your day is focused on getting through your whack-a-mole to-do list. You have an invisible and never-ending get better at list. Oh, New Year's resolution time. Let's add to that get better at list. Or not. Just notice it. And then you get to decide rather than reacting. Yes, I must change my everything. It's that time of year again, isn't it? January. Change what you eat. Change how you move. Um, change how you think everything. Boring. What would be more fun? <laughs> That's a better question. What would be more fun? How can I have more fun in January? Because January over here in the UK is a little bit grey, I have to say. I'm not liking this rain. Anyway, let's continue with all of the things we can blame on overwhelm. You're clinging to the belief that when you achieve this next thing, all your stress will magically disappear. Now, a good thing to do with this one is to find evidence to the contrary. Find the times when the stress didn't magically disappear when you achieved something. Doesn't mean we don't want to achieve things. It just means we don't want to wait until. We want the, we want the stress-free bit now. Yes. You believe that if only you were more organised, everything would magically be okay. You move so fast through your day that you bump into things and are surprised by how many bruises you have. You have inconvenient tear leakage that takes you by surprise and threatens your hard worked for professional position. That's that's a horrible one. That's that is one of the worst ones that was for me. Because when you've worked really hard, as I'm sure you've had you have, you don't want to lose that professional respect. It's none of anybody's business if you're stressed and overwhelmed. And I love working with people to sort that out before it gets to the stage where you're at risk of, of blowing your cover at work because it's just, it's just nice. It's just much nicer to do all this in private, isn't it? Sort yourself out. Yes. 
Um, you can't hear your partner through the noise in your head. Oh, that's so sad, isn't it? If you think back, I don't know if you had a time in your life when you were single. I certainly did. And I have I have close friends who are lovely, but are single. And it just seems really sad, doesn't it? That we wait and wait for this person to share our lives with. And then we get too busy and overwhelmed to actually be able to hear them. I mean, this is not what we wanted. You seem to have forgotten how to have fun. I think I already mentioned fun. I don't, the world at the moment, oh my goodness, January should be about fun. I mean, we've had doom and gloom thrown at us for, well, it's not months now, is it? It's years and extra amounts of it in the last three years. And now it's January and it's all New Year's resolutions and plus all the normal doom and gloom. Hmm, fun. What makes you laugh? Can you do that now? How long would it take? You get stuck in cycles of procrastination, even though you have no time. Oh my goodness, that one's so frustrating, isn't it? What if it's just a symptom of overwhelm instead of something you need to solve? Because it is. You feel guilty for taking time off and spend the whole time thinking about all the things you should be doing. Oh man. That one's awful, isn't it? You finally get a holiday and it takes you till three quarters of the way through the holiday to unwind. And then you start winding yourself back up to go back to work and you feel guilty for having had a holiday. It's just got crazy, isn't it? That whole, the whole thing for me is how can we just gently and secretly and as effortlessly as possible, rebel against this nonsense. We worked hard for a reason. We wanted fulfilling work that paid well. Well, I think we can have that. Definitely we can have that, but not at the expense of everything else. That's rubbish. No, we can have what we want. Definitely. You're always waiting for a calmer time so that you can do that thing and feel that way but it never happens. Not really. Or when it does, you long for it to be longer or miss it because your mind is traveling through space and time faster than you can get it to stay with you in the calmer time and better feeling. That was a long sentence. So we do spend a lot of time, don't we? Working really hard for that time that will feel better, for that time that feels calm. It's like if we can just get to that oasis, then, but then we get to that and we miss it because of all the other stuff going on. And particularly with the mind being so difficult to pin down because it travels so fast through time and space, it's just so easy to miss the bits that we work for. So why not just have them now? Because they're there underneath the overwhelm, I promise you. I'm just going to read four more sentences and then that will do for this um impromptu invitation to sit by the fireside with me and have me read to you. You've created a life that is really, is just really hard work to hold together. That, that's worth looking at at the beginning of January. You've created a life that's just really hard to hold together. Why? Why would we do that? Because we get the wrong instructions. You've created a life you don't feel at home in. This is not the life you intended to create. By the way, 
last sentence. None of these are character flaws or signs of weakness. See part one. It's not you. So, I just thought I'd read you a little bit because it's nice to be read to. If you want to buy the book, it's on Amazon. Overwhelm is optional by me, Heidi Mark. Um, and if you have bought it and you loved it, please do take a moment to leave a review because it really, really helps. Um, apparently hitting 25 reviews does something cool to help other people find it. So that's my, obviously that's my aim, having put all of that effort and knowledge and passion into the book. Thank you if you have left a review. Thank you so much. It's really, really kind of you. I really appreciate it. I don't know who you are in, in the main part. Occasionally I know. Um, so I hope that that was nice. I just wanted to do a really gentle start to the podcast this year. Um, there are going to be a few changes actually, but I'm not sure exactly what they look like yet because I'm still in my wintering phase where I'm just dreaming in the new year and really focusing on what my heart wants to do with my mind's knowledge, skills and wisdom in order to, yeah, serve you and bring my bit to the conversation about living well and being happy. So, changes, what changes? At the moment, I think it's it's just a shift from overwhelm being optional because I've taught a lot about how to make it optional, the importance of making it optional, how the ease is hiding underneath the overwhelm. I've done I've done a lot of that. And I've really noticed that for me and for a lot of my clients now, the ones who've really, really run with this and used the skills and have embedded in them in their life, overwhelm isn't the issue anymore. The issue is continuing on this adventure, continuing and staying committed to the gentle rebellion. So for me, it just makes sense that I dive more into the gentle rebellion and get more and more excited about it. And I know that's what, or I believe that's what the next book I am going to write is called. So that's where this is going. And I'm, but I'm not going to change the the name of the podcast because it's all the same overwhelm is optional join the gentle rebellion make it optional for you live your life your way because your way of living is the way for you that's it your way but your way is hidden under the overwhelm and we weren't given the skills or the permission or anything we, we were actually told to do the opposite of living our life our way we were told to conform very much so that's what school does, isn't it? Um, so anyway, I hope you've enjoyed hanging out with me very briefly today. And I wish you the most incredible 2023 where you really get to be you and you get to love you more and you get to set your life up so it works for you rather than you working to hold your life together. OK, see you next week. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a little moment of your time to share it, like it, etc. to help other people find it. And if you'd like to know more about my work, please go to www.heidimark.co.uk.